0: You rocking with the village. Welcome to the village, welcome to the village, it's your man KJ I got the beautiful Eva Marie as she is slowly flipping me the bird <laughs>
1: You're really gonna announce that Like, cause you know Dr. <laughs> is gonna edit it out No, he's not, I'm telling him <laughs> to leave it in there, hell
0: Real podcast. Hey, here. listen, he's
1: being mean to me in this heat, so, you know
0: It is, you're right, California is like oof, it it's, is
1: it's, it's a good 100 plus outside Yeah, yeah Today it's and, It was 101
0: uh, today, yeah
1: yeah it's a good 80 85 90 in our room right now yeah, so
0: with the ac on with and,
1: the ac on and, we have and, the highest room in the house
0: and the SDG&E, of course is like hey uh can y'all cut y'all st-? no kiss yeah my they want it i
1: i think i read the notice that i just read said they want us to be keeping our houses at like 80 85 and i think they have lost their ever loving mind
0: mm-hmm. all right so rolling into our topic uh infrastructure let's talk about the infrastructure and the issues with water
2: in this country
0: all right so this article is very interesting there's a city in uh new mexico it has literally 20 days of fresh water
1: 20 days
0: that is scary 20 days of fresh water
1: yes how do like how do you, how do you even... not have a contingency plan okay hold on I think no no that's, no. that's the, the,
0: the the contingency okay you're right you should definitely have a contingency how the hell do we get to this place yes how
1: that, do we that's
0: what i think most people are like what
1: yeah read you know the, read your article oh i've already read the article okay. yeah it's it's so, interesting well, too. that and that's why i say contingency plan yeah because natural disasters are going it, it's it's From the standpoint of safety, well, from the from the standpoint of safety, when you're talking about a large place, it it, 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 it's Las Vegas Mm -hmm. of all places. Yeah. So, from a contingency standpoint, yes, there are going to be things that happen that we can't foresee. But the actual circumstance in compared to what we should have, mm-hmm. especially in these big, big communities like this, right? there should always be a contingency. So if A or B happens, we always have fail safe C. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick on them past fail safe C because I think an A, a B, and a C is almost overkill. Anything past C is overkill, right? You think so? to to a certain extent because so you've got a you've got your main waters
0: you got your main water source
1: <coughs> so you've got your your main you've got your main water source right mm-hmm. then you've got contingency a which is a backup water source mm-hmm. you've got contingency b another backup or another plant Mm -hmm. by the time you get to c or d you're talking about resources where you literally have like a bottled water and things of that nature right because when we're talking about water sources especially in a place for instance in a desert las vegas Mm -hmm. you know or it's not i apologize it's not las vegas it's um new mexico someplace in new mexico but when you talk about these areas where there's a lot less water sources that gets a lot harder but the fact that you only have 20 days worth of water because you have don't have these backup contingencies that are workable Mm -hmm. is unfathomable to me Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know you there should always be a archival list of things that back up for these large communities you know so so when one source is unavailable you then can immediately, or within a reasonable time period, three days. Mm-hmm. Let's just say three days. Three days is your, for that backup contingency to take place. Yes, okay. you're going to probably going to have to have bottled water for three days. Okay. While while they flip that switch and make sure that everything, it's available, right? right. But the fact there's 20 days of water left due to carcinogens being in the water, they have... 20 days to basically figure out how to get that contingency working mm-hmm. and the fact that they're panicking because they don't think that they're going to be able to make that work is just startlingly scary.
0: And here's the other piece about that too. This is not just one city that's no dealing with this which is which is why we are saying infrastructure, infrastructure. It's, it's, it's not just the one city. If you guys have been looking in the news lately, you guys will know that there is also something going on in Jackson, Mississippi.
1: And Jackson, Mississippi isn't new, right? That's, that's, you know, reading everything. It's like, it's like the crisis in Flint. Mm-hmm. No one talks about the Flint, water, the Flint water crisis. However, it's still there. Mm-hmm. No no one has been talking about this has been happening in Jackson, Mississippi for XYZ amount of years. But it's now to the point where the White House has been made aware of it. Mm-hmm. It's how how do you have an entire infrastructure of water in a city that literally is failing to the point that people can't take showers Mm -hmm. that their water is no longer no longer boilable Mm -hmm. like
0: so it's it, it brings up a lot of issues right and i think the part that throws me or blows me away it's it's always in lower income areas yes right it's in lower income areas. It's almost like the lower income areas. In my opinion, this is just my opinion, Village. Lower income areas are easier targets. They you are. can you can exploit a low income area, do as you will with it, and then keep it pushing. I think that is a lot of what is going on. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit up here and say our government is corrupt. It's that and the third. I'm not going to do that on this podcast. I'm not doing that. However, comma, it's so unearthing that you don't see major cities, you know what I mean? Like, or, or more affluent areas that are like, hey, you know, we don't, well, water is not an issue. But in these particular areas where it's low income and you have these people that are basically living slightly above the poverty line and most are living below, these are the people that are, are, are having to deal with these issues and that's what I think bothers me the most we can fix it for the more affluent but our but our citizens who are below the poverty line or right at the poverty line are the ones who are suffering the most and that's the part that I, you know so, it's
1: and, and the horrible part about it is this when you look at needs and needs people have if people are, are at that bottom tier of their needs yeah, if they're you know Safety, food, water, shelter, all of those needs, Uh right? Uh They're living day by day to make sure those needs are met. That's it. They don't have time to raise a stink. No. To put it very bluntly, they don't. You know, I remember being very low income and very, very, you know, you just did not. You didn't say anything.
0: Right.
1: You know, you went, you grabbed your food stamps, you grabbed your teeth t-a-n-f uh you got what you needed you went and worked your 40 to 80 hours if you were really 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 lucky you fed your kids at a subsistence level mm-hmm. you went to sleep you got up the next day and you did it again yeah and that's what these it it doesn't happen in the more affluent levels because if anybody goes and turns on their water and it doesn't turn on, they have the, the time, they have, they're have they well above that, that base level of needs. Mm-hmm. We, you, for instance, you get up tomorrow, we're a little bit higher than that base level, we get up to water tomorrow, there's not water, or on Monday morning there's not water. We can start making phone calls, exactly. we can take off work, mm-hmm. we can raise a stink, yes. we can call, we've got, we have the means and the time and the ability to call and say, what is going on?
0: Exactly. And
1: because we're higher up that tier, we have more of a voice. Yeah. But these, these very low income families, You know, you're worrying about about where you're going to get that water. Yeah, that is your first, you know, us, we can go to Walmart, you know, spend 30 bucks on water. If you don't have that 30 bucks, you're worrying about how do I get the water? How do I bathe my children? How do I keep my house sanitary? How do I clean it now? Because we use a lot of water cleaning our homes. Mm -hmm. How do I cook and how do I put water into Myself, my pets, my children, to keep us from dying. Right. You are in it in that in that ver- that you're, that's the tier you're at. Yeah, you know, and you're hoping to God that if it's super hot outside, like it is here in California, we also use water to cool down. Mm-hmm. You know, you're at a base level, and you're worrying about the base level the whole time. And you know, these folks and these folks in Jackson, especially, have already been banging their pans and stomping their feet and screaming into the void, please help us for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's sad that it's taken us this long as a country to go, oh shit, Jackson, Mississippi can't flush their toilets mm-hmm. they can't bathe, they can't consume the water that we all need for life
0: exactly, That is scary. so this is one of the things that I wanted to read to you guys one of the statistics if you will uh, Mississippi is the poorest state in the union, 18.8% of its residents live at or below the poverty line okay that is that in itself should shock a lot of people right it's is the affluent. They can go, like you said, they can go and raise hell, make a stink about it. The people that are poor, that are living day to day, check to check, they can't stop and make a stink about this. They just can't. They don't have the financial stronghold to say, hey, I can take a day off and be OK, or I can take a day off and still get paid, which is, you know, the situation I'm in. I can take a day off and, and still get paid. Not a big deal. But there are people literally, they take a day off. They don't have sick time. They don't have vacation time. They don't have any of that. So if they don't work, they don't get paid. And so they have to just essentially say, well, hopefully somebody else can raise a stink for us. And that's an unfortunate reality for a lot of people is Very. I can't make a stink, I can't make a scene, and let's be honest, let's, let's take it a step further, Eva Marie. even there are some people who are flat out scared yeah. to say anything. They're flat out scared.
1: Yeah, They're, they are literally like, they literally have been raised in such a way because of generations of people in their family who were dirt poor, mm-hmm. you know, that Oh, no, you don't say nothing because you're going to lose your job, babe. You're you know, you don't you don't do that. You keep your you keep your head low. You take what you are given and you just try and survive. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you know, That that's just what it is.
0: Yeah. So uh, we were discussing Village, the the uh, the city of Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Let's just let's, let's talk about it. It's eighty percent of the population is black and is poverty stricken. Eighty percent of the city. Again, I'm not going to sit up here and say it's targeting people of color. I think it's this is a very low income area, and so the the majority of the people that live in this area are people of color. I'm not gonna sit up here and say that there are not uh, white or Latino living in this area. Well, I'm not going to exclude anybody. I am simply saying the area that this is hitting is predominantly people of color, right? So that is an issue in itself. Again, the more affluent cities, the more affluent you are, you're able to raise hell. Yeah, you have in some aspects there are people who are going to literally not only raise hell but they're going to be like hey because of this I am now going to run for your position I'm going to take your job poor people ain't doing that
2: No. poor
0: people are saying man I got to, my kid needs milk I got to get back to work so uh, village like I was saying it's 80% of this area and and the people when when people are fighting back in more affluent areas they're literally saying hey we can come in and take your job we can do a better job now does it always happen like that does it always occur like that no not necessarily but i think the threat makes people that are in these elected positions When they are in these positions, they get a level of comfort working in certain areas. But when you're working in an area where, you know, I hate to say it, Karen can go down to City Hall and raise hell. Why? She's a stay-at-home mom. Once the kids are at school, guess what? She she can do whatever, go do yoga, get a coffee, pick up kids, whatever. But if she decides to go down and make us think about it, guess what? There are others who think just like her and have the same amount of time, influence, and money. Yeah. So there it is.
1: Well, and the thing about Jackson, Mississippi, is the crazy thing to me is they've been saying that the infrastructure there is going to collapse since the 1970s. The 1970s. Yeah. I am. I was born in 1976. So since six years before I was born. So for the last, so for roughly 50 years, 50, not two, not 10, not even 15, 50 years, they've been saying, and they they sounded this alarm in the 1970s. They sounded them again in the 2000s, right? Hey, uh, the EPA is warning that, Gotta in you've gotta inf- got update your infrastructure. Right. So then you start to talk about where's the money going? Like even these poor communities are getting money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that and that leads into this other article that I sent you. You know, that part- that particular area, maybe not the other areas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure Flint, Michigan has its own problems.
0: Of course. They have problems, yeah. Yeah,
1: everywhere has problems, but in, in Flint in Mississippi they've got a huge problem with who's getting funds mm-hmm. for their city Yep. Um, it said um, that $70 million in temporary assistance for needed family fu- welfare funds were dished out to millionaires athletes a professional wrestler a horse farmer and a volleyball compl- complex mm-hmm. how did any of that money Helped them have clean water. Now, am I saying that some of the programs that were probably run
2: mm-hmm. through
1: some of these places probably were not pro- good programs that could have helped people in the community? Right. No, but it's just one instance. Like, where is the money that should have been used on the infrastructure? Right. Because we darn well know that every city in every state is given a certain amount Mm -hmm. of infrastructure money that should have been going that's
0: for highways everything to rebuild
1: this Mm -hmm. you know the the tiny town i came from in illinois our water was absolutely horrendous we constant but i will say even during boil orders they were constantly working on our our infrastructure and our water in my little tiny tiny back Water town mm-hmm. you know it was constantly hey you're on a boil order for three days because we're going to go in we're going to flush we're going to work on it mm-hmm. right and that town is 80% poor you know it's it's not an affluent area but it's huge like everybody knows the name Jackson Mississippi everybody knows the name Flint Michigan everybody know you know Where's the money going? Yeah. And, and when the money is not going in the right places, why is there not a flag risen? Why are, did we ignore the 1970s and the 2020s when the EPA is like, "Look, this is about to go down." Why was that area ignored? Because it's a poor area. Yeah. It's a poor area.
0: So, do you think the poor are being targeted then? Because I'm I'm not gonna. And this so, is this is what you think. If you say if you if you say. I think the poor are the are the ones that are being targeted. Cool. I don't think you. the
1: I don't always think that the poor are targeted, but I do think the poor are marginalized a lot larger. Okay. So I don't of course there are people that are coarser, just like, hey, yeah, they should count. Of course. There's always going to be a certain amount of people against a certain amount of other people. That is just the nature of humanity, right? Right. Do I think that the federal government is or people within government are particularly targeting the poor? Not necessarily. Do I think that the poor are not as important? Yes. At the end of the day, do their dollars matter? Yes. But do they matter as much as people who have met those higher needs? No. Because if you're going to tell me somebody's going to be made rich off of a $1.98 loaf of bread or a $2,000 computer that only costs this much it just depends okay you know it, i'm not great with math and at no point in time am i saying i'm a mathematician what i am saying is they're looking for who is going to make a bigger impact right okay. in, economically within government and when we talk about those hierarchy of needs
2: mm-hmm. these
1: people are over here and there's sustenance living they're living just for sustenance, heat, water, food, shelter, those lower tier things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do they have, they're also not going to, as more likely to go and fill out a ballot. They're mm-hmm. not going to vote as much. Their money is not going to go towards these higher needs, these higher things okay. that help keep the country together. Okay. So, in 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 that hierarchy and what we're looking at are we they targeting them no but are they paying attention to them no until they make a drop in that large bucket of Mm -hmm. of our government and influence until they're more influential in some way, until they get together and say, We are tired of this and we're going to vote some people in that are going to take care of us, yeah. they're not going to matter, which is basically what you said a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. But do I think they're like specifically at this juncture, in this moment in history, trying to take out everyone who is poor? No. Okay. Do I think they're more. Nar- more targeted or more ignored and more marginalized because they're poor yes and folks of color of course yes you know yes walk out into any onto any reservation any inner city street any very very poor small town in the south and tell me people aren't marginalized especially people of color yeah if you can't see that you're as bad as the people in our last one couldn't stare at each other like it is a thing do i think the the government at this juncture in this moment of history is literally targeting and letting or forcing that issue Mm -hmm. like we're literally not going to provide the funds themselves to fix this problem no because i think in doing that that would cause another upheaval within who we are as the united states right Mm -hmm. but i do i think they're going well here's the money and then turning their back yes okay You know here's the money we're gonna provide the money so we can say well we you know we gave you 80 billion for infrastructure
2: now we did our part how that money
1: is distributed that's not a call for the federal government that is a state issue that is a local issue that is a local issue right so we're not going to step into your your locality we're not going to mess with your locality that is your job yeah however once you sign
0: for that check you guys got the money
1: exactly we've done our part right you know
0: yeah i and i totally yep i, I that's that's like
1: that. the people that will say well i provided you know ten fifteen thousand dollars last year to my local food bank so you provided a check but did you make sure that the food that was being bought was going to the demographic of people you provided the money for mm-hmm. you know it's 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 different it's not to us it's not because to to me the absence of information does not make your hands not have blood on them. Mm-hmm. The absence of information does not make you innocent, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't because we are thinking beings that should be following up. Mm-hmm. But in the bigger scope of things, people don't see it that way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, my, my candidate made sure there were was $85 billion to infrastructure for yakety smack yeah but did they follow the paper trail did they mm-hmm. make sure the money was going where they needed to and if they themselves didn't did they have someone else do it to mm-hmm. reports back to them and, and that's our that's, government
0: yeah and I, I think that's the issue in itself right there it's yeah we cut you a check but we're not going to follow up to make sure that the money was distributed the right way
1: it's the same I- issue we had with the um,
0: with the PPP loans. With the PPP yeah. loans, you
1: know, the PPP loans for a lot of businesses kept a lot of small businesses doing what they needed to do, and were wonderful. It mm-hmm. got money into the hands of families that needed it during a horrific time period. Right. right? Exactly. But yep. was there a, an amount of that PPP money that went and was mishandled?
0: Yes. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: So there's a lot of mishandling in these communities. Do I think that's what happened in New Mexico? Probably slightly, but there's also other factors. But in in Mich- in I'm sorry, in Mississippi, yeah. I, I believe it's totally mishandling of funds. Yeah.
0: I I definitely agree with you on that one. It's it's mishandling of funds. And again, I'm not gonna sit here and say the US government is targeting, but these local, it's hmm. Can we look at a more affluent part of Mississippi versus a more poorer part of Mississippi? What do you think they're going to invest the money in? They're going to keep that nice area looking nice or even improve it and make it look better. Right. When you come to Mississippi, you go to these states like, oh, come visit this part of Mississippi. It's beautiful. But they're not going to talk about the rural area that literally has a dirt road because it hasn't been updated in God knows how long. And the people that live in this town, they all, a lot of them possibly receive government checks every month. Right. So they're not they're not going to raise a stink
1: because they they it's similar to what I had this conversation with my, with my um, grandfather in high school, we had a big blowout. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was basically this idea that is, if it's all you've ever known, it's all you ever look for,
2: Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, If you've always lived off of a government check, you teach your children to live off of a government check. And if they've never been told, hey, you can go to college or you can get a a, a job in industry making this much more and you can get out of this cycle of poverty Mm -hmm. it's all you ever know right Right. it's it's, it's that type of idea and that it's still very alive and well in america it is um
0: it just has a different brand on it
1: yeah the the area i came from That's all. the area in the midwest that i came from was a prime example of it so i had some kids that worked for me in the food industry that were brilliant hard-working wonderful kids and i literally looked at them and i asked them where are you going to college or where are you going to trade school Mm -hmm. one young man told me i'm not i'm going to the oil field and i looked Mm -hmm. at him and i'm like but you build cars on the weekend you did these beautiful schematics that you did on all of your breaks? You are so smart. And am I knocking the oil industry and no. people who work in the oil fields? Know no, not no, no, whatsoever. No, no, no. Village,
0: don't take Do, that. Please that way. don't
1: take that this that way. He said, "Look." I said, "You have the ability to go and be." X, Y, Z, making a lot more money and work your way up. You could build planes. You could you could do all this technical stuff. You're so smart. He used to do a lot of our maintenance at the site that I didn't know how to do. And this kid's like, oh, I got you, you know? Mm-hmm. Super smart kid. He said, look, I have two paths that are afforded to me. I can go into the military mm. or I can go to the oil field. I'm not smart enough to do anything but this this is what my family does and this is what we've done for generations you can go into the military basic very basic military operations or you can go to the oil field they've had up my application at the oil field for the last two years Wow. and i looked at him and i'm like that's That's, not all you have he goes no that's all i have My uncle, my uncle, all of my uncles, all of my grandparents, we have always done this. And I was told I can go. And so if if it's all you've ever known Mm -hmm. and you have been indoctrinated with this idea since you were a child. So roll that over in Mississippi. If the water's always been brown, you don't expect to change. If you aren't told, if we can get these corrupt people out of our local government and get people in that will handle these funds correctly, it may take 20 years. It may take 30 years, but we can build a better water. If all you've ever been told is, well, you can holla about it and you can yell about it, but nothing's ever going to change. This is the way it is. How do you change that cycle? Because... The second you think to yourself, well, what if I, the light bills do? Well, what if I, the kids are hungry? Well, what if I, it's Mm. time for work the next day? Yeah. What if I, there's a storm outside. I got to get everybody into the basement because tornadoes happen. What if I, oh, the baby's hungry. What if I, oh, my kid's pregnant. What am I going to do with another grandbaby that I'm raising?
0: Mm.
1: What if I...
0: Yeah, the list goes on and the, on.
1: Th- there's When you are poor, there's the book of what if I butts. Right. And I grew up with that book, you know. Mm-hmm. I watched my mom claw her way and not even get anything until she was in her 40s. And even then, she had already broken her body down so much mm-hmm. that she was just sick. Yeah. And this is the cycle.
0: Yeah. This is the Cycle Village, you know, uh, we were discussing infrastructure and what it means to everyday Americans and how it's affecting everyday Americans. Because regardless of, of how you see lower income people, they're still American citizens and deserve to be protected just like everyone else. So Village, with that said, if you guys want to get a hold of us, I am at Enlighten My Mind. I also handle the Twitter handle for the village at w 2 village. Eve Marie is at News Chaotic. Instagram is welcome to the village. Facebook is welcome to the village. Email us at welcome to the at gmail.com. If you want to check us out on other uh, sites besides uh, Zoom. Uh, Check us out on Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Deezer, iTunes, Tumblr, Spotify, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, Player FM, SoundCloud, YouTube, and LinkedIn by searching for me, Kevin Johnson. Eve Marie, great show.
1: Great show, sir.
0: As the saying goes, Village, we love you. We thank you. Be blessed. Have a great night. Bye, everyone.
1: Have a great week, guys.